Hey, welcome to another episode of Warrior Chats, where Emily talks to me about the Warrior Cats books. This was, or is, another repost from the Comics Podcast. This is the second episode we did. Uh, I think it's the third or fourth on Opinions Are Cheap, because we've done some supplemental fun stuff. Uh, we talk about, I want to say books two and three in this one. I have not re-listened to this. I don't remember. I scrubbed through it, and I heard us talking about, like, Bad Dragon dildos, so on brand for everything else we do. I will say the microphone I was using to record this is not the one I'm using now. The quality's a little not quite there. Uh, so sorry about that. It's listenable, but I've done better. So hopefully you don't leave, but if you do, I'll understand. Otherwise, we have a pretty fun talk about some children's books and then get stupid. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, we do have some more of these on the way. Uh, we're going to talk about, I think, Demi Lovato's new album next because pop punk's fun. So stick around if you want to hear me and my friend Emily be silly and podcasty. Otherwise, the mainstay, uh, Opinions Are Cheap, will continue as is. Uh, so yeah, thank you for your time and enjoy the show. That sounded pretty good on my end. Sounded good to me. But it, 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 honestly, it always sounds a little better to me than I think it does to y'all. And I don't know why that is because sometimes... There will be a clap, and I'll be like, yeah, that sounded fine, and you guys will be like, that sounded like shit. And I'm like, well. I think that's the first time I've heard you say y'all. Really? I say it all the time. I, maybe I just don't pay attention. <laughs> I and Maybe, I think sometimes it comes through more in s- text than in spoken word. I don't know. Alright, uh, well, should I... Should I intro us? Is that, or do, yeah. do you want to intro? I think I introed the last time, so you can intro this time. Hello and welcome to Warrior Chats, presented to you by the Comics Podcast. I am Panda. I am your host, and I am here with Chad. Hi, Chad. Oh, wow. We're turning this into an actual production, huh? Uh, only a little, because I made the I made the little icon, so I thought it would be funny to act like this is a real thing that we're doing and not just you indulging me for an hour so, at a time when i pick a thing and force you to indulge me for an hour are we gonna still call it warrior chats uh no we can come up with a whole a whole new fun pun based name uh for whatever your thing is we'll have to workshop it I don't know. I don't mind keeping it under the warrior chats umbrella because you had you made us art like <laughs> I did. I'm all for just reusing art assets over and over and over again until people hate them because I'm lazy. How do you like your your warrior cat Sona, Chad? <laughs> it was pretty cute. It was nice to see. So um, something that I thought could be fun before we get into talking about warrior cats again is um i thought it would be fun if we could come up with uh a name for your warrior cats sona and i'm gonna drop in the skype chat here a link to a a warrior cat name generator and i want you to i, I want you to load it up and click until you see one that speaks to you and when you do that, I will tell you what my warrior cat name is. And it is a name that I was assigned by the uh, Warrior Cats phone app. Oh, boy. Uh, 
it's it's basically just like an, an app for like interfacing with their website and in order to use it you have to sign up with an account and they randomly generate you a a warrior name and i will tell you what mine is but first i would like to find out wh- what's your warrior cat name chad I like how last night we spent like 10 or so minutes talking about how I have a very low threshold for cringe. And now I'm on silverpelt.co.uk slash name generator. I can't think of anybody who I would trust to generate a name for me more than silverpelt.co.uk, a website that I learned of several seconds ago when I searched warrior cat name generator. I don't like any of these so far. Actually, Songberry's not bad. Oh, Songberry is cute. It doesn't have a, a, a cat part in the name, and so it's automatically better than all the others. Uh, Fallen Spirit is one that I just got. That's not bad. Running Flight. Lightning Drop. Flint Fight. Flight's okay. I don't know about Flight in my name. Even though I am a coward, it would fit. Small Whisper. Weasel Heart. Bark Stripe's okay. Oh, Owl Heart is a cute name. I don't think it fits you, but it's a cute name. Small Fire. Kink Jaw. <laughs> oh, no, okay, yeah, you're Kink Jaw. No, no, I, I, like the, I like the berry one. I can't remember what it was anymore. Songberry. Yeah, let's do that one. Okay, you're Songberry, and the dramatic reveal of my warrior cat's name, Lizard Face. How the fuck is that a warrior cat's name? Because... Cats know what lizards are, and cats know what faces are. Ergo, lizard face. Like, there's a there's a warrior cat named, like, Bark Face or something, which, honestly, now that I think about it, seems like kind of a fucked up thing to call somebody. It seems oh, I like... just got lizard face. Yeah, see? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna That's stop me. clicking generate name anymore, because we've gone through, like, 40 of those. 48 of them sucked. Honestly, you got Songberry pretty early, and... That one, I feel like, just hit it out of the park. I like it. It's cute. Sometimes you just gotta go with the first one that speaks to you, and that was Songberry in this case. It reminds me of Redwall. Uh, The first Redwall book I ever read, one of the main characters was named Song Breeze, and so it's like, oh man, we got the first- That's cute. Like, five letters, four letters are the the, the same. (laughs) The first word in the compound word. Yeah. So, Chad, do you remember anything that happened- Fuck no. Last last we spoke of uh, good ye warrior cats. Well, the last book left off with uh, Firepaw and Graypaw getting their warrior names, Fireheart and Graystripe, and- uh, I'm already upset. Them sitting vigil to- <laughs> This was your idea. I would like everyone listening to know that this was Chad's idea for us to keep doing this. I had a fun time with the first one. Also, I got drunk, and I'm I'm super on the way again. <laughs> yeah, because you had a $12 whiskey at lunch. Yes, and it was great. Honestly, yeah, I'd try it. The The brand name is Blanton, B-L-A-N-T-O-N. Uh, apparently, if you go on their website and ask where to buy, they're just like, we're out. We, we don't make enough. We're sorry. And <laughs> it's $100, $100 a bottle. Jesus. It's the cheap one they make. Jesus. Fuck, that was really good bourbon. I mean, yeah, for $100 a bottle, it better be. It tasted like sunshine. Oh, also, since we, in the intervening time since we have uh, recorded, I have gotten 
a warrior cat's phone charm for my phone. It is of Yellow Fang, uh, one of my favorite characters. And because, spoiler alert, she dies at one point, but she's like mega old when we meet her in this series anyway. Uh, the the acrylic of the keychain has like little holographic stars in it because she's part of Star Clan. Isn't that cute? Sure. I think it's cute and it brings me joy when I see it. So that's oh, all that really know. matters. Yeah. So we left off at the end of Into the Wild with uh Fireheart and Graystripe receiving their warrior names. Which means that it is time for us to enter uh, Warriors Book 2, Fire and Ice. Oh, that's my favorite George R. R. Martin. <laughs> I mean, I keep saying that these books are essentially Game of Thrones with cats. Like, it only barely stops I, short of being Game of Thrones with no, cats. No, I, I take some offense to that because I read the first chapter of the first one and the the the, the the writing quality of Game of Thrones is on, like, six more levels. Well, okay, one, that's because the fire, the, uh, George R.R. R. Martin books are written specifically with an adult audience in mind, so it's gonna be more cohesively written in the first place. But also, I mean, in terms of, like, melodrama, you didn't get far enough in the series, but, like, in terms of, like, political... The, the, the bag bad guy fuck her sister? Or his sister. They, Are there know, Lannisters? I feel like this, I feel like Warriors really just stops short of having cat incest. And I feel like they would if they felt like they could. Like, they don't. It never happens. But only because technically you are not allowed to acknowledge when cats fuck. You can it's acknowledge they have spiky dicks. No one wants to think about that. You can acknowledge when cats uh sneak off to go spend time together, and you can acknowledge that cats get pregnant and have babies. You cannot acknowledge what leads to that. So that's why we don't have incest, is because that would have to involve uh the implication of fucking. And these books are for eight year olds, so I don't think that that's something that they're going to try. I googled warrior cats dildo and I'm really upset with the results I got because none of them are what I'm looking for. I mean, come on, Bad Dragon has got to have made a cat dildo. Like, Yeah, it's not even on here. I, I'm seeing Etsy, but then you click on that and none of these look like cat dicks. Oh, I mean, I guess you are probably a, uh, a cat dick aficionado at this point. That's a rude thing to say to me. I'm just saying <laughs> I, I happen to know that a Cthulhu hand is not a cat penis. Well, as someone who has never, well, I was going to say this one's called the lichen, so that's a dog dick because I know lichens are not cats; they're werewolves. I have seen a cat penis before, so not like most of most of these are just tails with butt plugs at the end. They're not even. There's not even what I'm looking for, Etsy. Why am I still going on about this? Jesus, because this is part of your brand now, Chad. Just accept your cringe and be free. No. Anyway, so Fire and Ice picks up literally immediately following the end of the first book. Like, the first book ends with uh, Fireheart and Graystripe getting their names and going on, uh, going to do their vigil. And Fire and Ice picks up, like, as they are doing their vigil. Uh, So after sitting vigil overnight, as is customary for warriors upon being given their names, 
Fireheart and Graystripe go to their first gathering as proper warriors. Wait, wait, so the vigil is just stay up all night? Yeah. You do just they, got- like, not do catnip or anything? <laughs> no, you have to you have to sit and you have to be quiet. You can't say anything like out loud or like to your to whoever is sitting vigil with you. You have to just sit and be quiet overnight and I guess like it's also part of like keeping watch of the camp, but uh it is a moment to reflect upon like the new responsibilities you will have as a, a full member of the clan. That's dumb. Go on. <laughs> After sitting vigil overnight as is customary for warriors upon being given their names, Fireheart and Graystripe go to their first gathering as proper warriors. At the gathering, Blue Star gets Crooked Star and Night Star, the new leader of Shadow Clan, to agree that Wind Clan should be brought back to the forest now that Broken Star is no longer a threat. Because Chad, I know you don't remember, but one of the <laughs> one of the driving conflicts of the first book, uh, or at least one of the like dormant conflicts in the first book, was that uh, Wind Clan, who is supposed to be a part of this whole clan business, has been nowhere to be seen at the gatherings or anything because. Shadow Clan drove them out of their territory. I feel like Juggalos ruined the word gathering. Only a little bit, yeah. Uh, Fireheart and Graystripe are tasked with finding Wind Clan and returning them to their territory. They end up finding Wind Clan hiding in a tunnel beneath a Thunderpath, which, if you don't remember, a Thunderpath is a road. Uh, and, and they convince Wind Clan to return to their territory by telling them that Broken Star has been driven out of Shadow Clan. Because Broken Star was the guy that was causing all the bullshit and he was responsible for driving Wind Clan out of their territory. But now uh, Shadow Clan is being uh, seen over by Night Star, who is supposed to be an improvement. Uh, on the way back, uh, from saving Wind Clan, they take a shortcut through River Clan territory and are discovered by a River Clan patrol who attack them for trespassing on their territory. Which is that just happens all the fucking time. Every single conflict is why are you on our territory? You're a prey stealer. And it's like, could you just ask them what they're doing? Because they're probably not. So that's like the the Warrior Cats equivalent to like kid friendly fantasy books where like there's bandits on the road be like this is our road you have to pay a toll or we're going to kill you and then no one pays a toll so they fight and you have like random fight scenes kind of for no reason other than the kids reading it want them. I mean yeah, you're not wrong. Uh during the skirmish with River Clan, Graystripe is facing off against a River Clan warrior and accidentally gets that River Clan warrior killed. The death elevates the fight from a border skirmish to a more serious problem and the cat he killed was named white claw and that makes me laugh oh no because white claw uh, not not the white lady booze <laughs> have you ever had a, do? have you ever had a white claw chat i have not they're they're actually not that bad i'm a fucking liquor snob as i'm drinking like 12 dollar plastic bottle brandy now i mean look like a White Claw empirically tastes better than most beer because it's just, like, flavored seltzer water with alcohol. I mean, that's fair. It's not bad. 
Uh, Fireheart and Graystripe are praised for returning Wind Clan home. They are each given their own apprentices, Cinderpaw for Fireheart and Brackenpaw for Graystripe. Oh, that's interesting. Because in the first book, he didn't know shit, and now he's got an apprentice. And I'm guessing he still doesn't technically know shit, so he's got to like fake his shit. way through that. I mean, I don't know. You know, don't, he I may not. Like he... he may not know as much as a a clanborn cat, but Fireheart is. He had a whole book to. He's got a heart of fire. Yeah, he's got a heart of fire, and he's gonna learn the warrior code no matter what. Uh, one day, while Fireheart and Graystripe are out hunting with their apprentices near River Clan territory, Graystripe accidentally falls in the river. He is saved by a River Clan cat named Silverstream. Silverstream will be important later. I will remember this. Yeah, Chad will remember this. <laughs> uh, blah, 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 plot stuff. Fireheart starts to notice that Graystripe has been sneaking out of camp a lot, and uh, Fireheart follows him and discovers that he has been meeting with Silverstream. Graystripe tells Fireheart that he and Silverstream have fallen in love. Inter Interclan relationships are against the warrior code. Firehel Fireheart tells Graystripe he has to stop seeing Silverstream, but Graystripe refuses, so they have kind of a bit of a falling out. The warrior code, we talked about this last time, how it's kind of just like, it makes the plot move, and it yeah. doesn't have any real consistency. Because part of me is like, I feel like going against the warrior code is super in the warrior code. <laughs> yeah there are a lot of instances in which cats are ostensibly trying to do things to prevent stuff from being against the warrior code and then while also doing things that are against the warrior code and it's it can get very convoluted and it doesn't help that warrior code was not like officially codified until like several years after the book started coming out. I mean, you can't blame them. They're cats. They don't know words or how to write. <laughs> uh, after having been on a patrol with Tiger Claw, Dustpaw returns to camp and tells Blue Star that Tiger Claw has found evidence that Shadow Clan has been stealing prey from Thunder Clan territory, and that she needs to come right away to see what's up. Okay, that's stupid too, because prey doesn't like understand borders i mean cats don't really understand borders either but i'm guessing rabbits and mice and birds really don't well these cats are super supposed to understand what borders are because that's like the whole basis for their society but no even if like even if a cat is hunting a mouse in their territory if it crosses the boundary and the cat continues to hunt it that's considered prey stealing oh wow yeah like they are super strict about that if I were a mouse and I knew that, I would be like, I have a loophole, everybody. Well, I don't think it is implied that mice would not uh, have like the analytical minds to to understand that that was going on. <laughs> that, that reminds me of Cast the Musical, where uh, the one cat was trying to teach mice and cockroaches how to sing and dance. Yeah, Jenny and were, Dots. Yeah, they were way more analytical. The there. Gumby Cat. And that was terrible. No, I wouldn't say that being able to, to dance makes them analytical. I, I feel like you have to have a little bit of analysis to be able to dance. Maybe so. 
But um, it turns out Blue Star is sick and she can't go to see what uh, Tiger Claw has to show her. So Cinderpaw offers to go and bring a message to Tiger Claw. Uh, she's told not to do this, but she does it anyway. She slips away and goes to give the message to Tiger Claw. Uh, Fireheart follows her scent out of the camp and finds her on the side of the Thunderpath. She was hit by a two-leg monster. Which, as you may remember, is what they call cars. Or kangaroos if you're in Australia. Yeah. Definitely. That was another joke from last time. I remember that. <laughs> it's still funny, goddammit. Uh, so she's been hit by a car. He manages to get her back to so camp. She was hit by a four-legged monster. They have Cars don't have two legs. No, no, they have no, 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 no. Two leg indicates that two legs, which are humans own the monsters i don't believe for a second that these cats would understand that humans drive cars well they understand that the two legs have these monsters and seem to get in and out of their bellies that is okay oh so there is like an in-universe they're dumb okay yeah they continue on please in universe they they talk about uh the monsters carrying two legs in their bellies uh, so he manages to get her back to camp, but so it's like Vor. Sure, Chad. Uh, one of her, one of Cinderpaw's back legs is too badly injured to heal properly. This means that she will never be able to properly fight, and thus cannot be a true warrior. Uh, while she's recovering, she begins to study medicine under Yellowfang, who I mentioned earlier that I have a phone charm. I feel like cat medicine is basically per lick wound. Hope you don't die. Well, it is like, you know, licking wounds, hoping they don't die, but they also like employ use of a lot of herbs that they cats collect. Cats don't know shit about herbs. I these cats, cats. They're dumb. These cats know about herbs. I'm just saying her dissertation is like three sentences long and they're the ones I just said. <laughs> these cats know a lot of herbs. Want to write a story about a cat who's a medic, but is dumb because it's a cat. <laughs> Anyways... So at the next gathering, ThunderClan and RiverClan both accuse ShadowClan of stealing prey. It is revealed that the culprit is actually the exiled Broken Star and several cats, now known as rogues, who left with him when he was uh, banished from his clan. Uh, later, while most, th most of ThunderClan is out on patrol, the rogues attack ThunderClan camp. Fireheart leads the defense, but becomes overpowered and nearly killed. Graystripe swoops in to save him at the last second. Despite this, they still do not reconcile. They're still on kind of bad terms after uh, the whole Silverstream debacle. Uh, all the rogues are driven out, except for Broken Star, who was blinded in the fight by Yellowfang. Yellowfang reveals to Fireheart that despite being a medicine cat, she was secretly Broken Star's mother. Broken Star does not know this. Huh. Broken Star- That is a little Game of Thronesy. <laughs> Broken Star is reverted to his former warrior name, Broken Tail, and kept as a ThunderClan prisoner. One like how he gets a new name. Well, it's his old name. It's his old name, but he probably got used to being called Broken Star, and I was yeah. like, shit, I gotta remember the old one. <laughs> One whisker of WindClan comes to ThunderClan with news that WindClan is being attacked by both ShadowClan and RiverClan. So ThunderClan goes to help. During the fight, Fireheart is attacked by Silverstream. 
Fireheart manages to pin her down, but upon seeing Graystripe react with horror, he lets her go. And after the battle, Tigerclaw confronts Fireheart about letting Silverstream go. Fireheart realizes that Tigerclaw knows he knows something about Redtail's death based on everything that happened. I like how, like, I've always been like, what if cats were actually smart and had a society? And then someone's like, I will write that society. And I'm just like, I'm glad they're dumb. (laughs) Yeah, I think the best part of this is that even though they have a society, they're still dumb as shit. So uh, that is Fire and Ice. The book ends with Fireheart and Graystripe reconciling. There's a lot of plot in that one. I f- see, it took us an hour to get through the first book, and I can't tell if it's because well, I was more obnoxious or there's just more shit going no, on. No, it, d- it didn't take us an hour to get through the first book, because if you'll recall, I had a bunch of lead-up information to oh, yeah. introduce you to Warriors as a series. So it actually makes sense that half of it was me uh, introducing you to the concept, and then half of it was the first book, because... This book has now taken about the same time that the first book did. Like, that makes you know, sense. give or take about 10 minutes. It's funny because, like, you're vomiting all this information at me and I'm nodding and it's lots of words. And I'm like, I bet when I talk about Warhammer to people, this is the same thing. <laughs> I, wh- do you know what, uh, what children's series that you're going to make me, uh... I'm not going to make you read a children's series or- I I was mostly being facetious. What uh what what will be your uh warrior chats uh subject matter? I feel like the only thing I have an obscene amount of thought put into is is uh the real meaning behind the movie Prometheus, the alien prequel. You know, I have seen Alien, the first one, and I feel like I have I feel like I have some experience with other alien movies the only one i can say for certain is that i definitely saw the first alien versus predator movie but i'm um, sorry (laughs) well i was like did that movie come out it came out when i was in high school and i was excited as shit to see that because it was the first alien movie i was going to see in high school in a theater and uh, yeah i was a hundred percent like that was pg-13 i was like 14 years old when i saw this maybe not uh how old was I when Warriors came out? Because this was not... Okay, I was actually... I was 11 years old when Alien vs. Predator came out, so I was, like, primo age for enjoying Alien vs. Predator. But I would I would love to hear you talk about Xenomorphs. Oh, no, no, no. I would talk about specifically Prometheus. And uh, there's a lot... Because Damon Lindelof co-wrote that movie. And so there's a oh, lot of weird... Oh, yeah. Um what does this really mean bullshit going on? And uh, I put a lot of thought into that when that movie came out because I really liked that movie when it came out and a lot of people hated it. And I was like, I have to argue with all of the people all of the time. I like, did I, hear that that movie sucked. But no, that movie's it. really good. Everyone can fuck off. I've never seen it. So uh, would you prefer that I watch it before you try to yell at me about it? Or do you want to just give me the full experience? I'd almost pre- I mean, it's only like two hours, so I would say watch it only two hours it's it's a it's a ridley scott movie that dude's a great director he makes things look pretty (laughs) yeah maybe i'll finally watch it the thing is i remember saying this a while back and jean luc's like i would sit in on this and and so i don't know i i don't have anything else i'm like that attached to as far as properties go like i'm not gonna sit here and like talk about the 
small minute differences in all the Godsmack albums or something, right? Like, I could, but no one gives a shit. I don't even know if I give a shit. My dad used to like Godsmack. Well, your dad sounds alright. <laughs> he, he, yeah, I never really made sense of that one, but he, like, we had a cat one time that we adopted, and he really wanted to name it Sully. Oh, that's a good name And I was cat. like, the Monsters Inc. character? And he's like, no, like, the guy from Godsmack. Sully was really cool when he was a Satanist, and he became a born-again Christian, and apparently yeah, he's Sully always just voted now. Republican, and doesn't like that Bernie Sanders, and it's like, I'm glad your music is dumb and doesn't include politics, because that would be obnoxious. But this is not a, a Godsmack podcast. No, I'm sorry, everybody. And uh, that brings us to The Forest of Secrets, which is- Ooh, I like the name book. of that. And uh, we start uh, with Fireheart wanting to expose the truth about Red Tail's death. But he knows that it is his word against Tiger Claws. And as clan deputy and a lifelong warrior, Tiger Claw is well respected by all of the clan, including Blue Star, their leader. This means that Fireheart will have to find incontrovertible proof that Tiger Claw did it. So Fireheart searches. What is incontrovertible proof to a cat named something Paw? Uh, I mean, like, I mean, he does find proof i just it's been it's been at least a year since i read this book so i don't remember and it's been it's been a year since i read this book and it's been at least a month or two since i made these notes so i like like it's like csi miami but they're all cats and they're all stupid <laughs> uh so fireheart searches for answers about redtail's death he visits ravenpaw who's living in barley's barn Ravenpaw confirms that he saw Redtail attack a River Clan cat named Stonefur. Oakheart, another River Clan cat, intervened and said some cryptic shit about how no Thunder Clan cat can harm Stonefur. This caused Redtail to attack Oakheart. A bunch of rocks fell on both of them, killing Oakheart. What's Oak the Stonefur? We'll find out about Stonefur. I like his name. Uh, a bunch of rocks fell on both of them. It killed Oakheart, but not Redtail. And then Tigerclaw proceeded to kill Redtail after he survived the rock fall. Wait, wait, I thought Redtail was important in the previous book. Yes, this is all- Oh shit, a character died. Yeah. I, I recognize the name of. This is all, well, this is all information from before the previous book happened, because uh, wait, one what? of- one of the one of the first things that uh happened in when uh Firepaw then now Fireheart one one of the first things that happened when he got to the camp was that a group of cats came back and said there had been a skirmish with River Clan and that Redtail had been killed by a River Clan cat. Okay. So uh Ravenpaw is telling Fireheart uh, the truth of what happened, which was that Tigerclaw of ThunderClan killed his clanmate, Redtail. That sounds like bullshit. Well, it happened. Wait, it did? Yeah. Did you just explain that to me? Yes. There are so many dumb names and they all sound the same. <laughs> I have so many cat names in my brain, Chad. You have no uh, idea. How do you function? I don't. That's good. I don't really either. Uh, so after uh, talking to Ravenclaw, <laughs> er, after talking to Ravenpaw, uh, Fireheart sneaks over to River Clan and talks to Mistyfoot, 
who was Stonefur's sister. Mistyfoot confirms that Oakheart's body was crushed by falling rocks. She does not, however, know what Oakheart's cryptic shit about Stonefur meant. All of this leads to Fireheart to suspect that Cinderpaw's accident on the Thunderpath was a trap set up by Tigerclaw to kill Bluestar and take her place as leader. Fireheart sneaks back over to RiverClan and asks Mistyfoot again about what Oakheart said. She still doesn't know anything, but she goes and gets her mother, Graypool, who might. Out of earshot of uh, Mistyfoot, Graypool reveals that Mistyfoot and Stonefur are not actually her children. Uh-oh. Oakheart told her that he found them abandoned in the forest and asked her to take care of them. Uh, she tells Fireheart that when Oakheart brought her the kits, they smelled like ThunderClan. She wait, warned- wait, wait, the clans have a smell? E- each clan ha- you know how, like, you ever been to, like, your friend's house and it has, like, like, your, like, a specific friend smell? Like, like, you're like, oh, that's why my friend smells like this. Is that never- No. Well, that's a thing. Do, like, different, like, different people have different smells. And when you live in a place, you probably have, like, a smell that is attached to that. And I hope I don't have a smell. I try to keep my house clean. I mean, not like a bad smell, just like a smell. Like, that's just how, like, human bodies and environments work. I get better soap. Anyway, uh, so yeah, each of the clans has their own smell. It's how they're able to make border markers. Uh, they, well, use, they just peed. Well, they do. They well, it's not peeing necessarily. When cats spray, it is actually a different like. It's a different gland, a different liquid, and uh, like when they spray for the border markers, it has a, a specific scent that is specific to the clan. I don't know. I don't know how that would work biologically. I'm not a cat doctor. But Maybe they eat a lot of asparagus. Yeah, they probably just eat a lot of asparagus. That's it. Uh, so yeah, that, uh... One person laughed at that. Uh, I mean, I thought it was kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, she said that the kit smelled like ThunderClan when she first got them, and she warns Fireheart not to tell Mistyfoot or Stonefur, because they don't know. They think that they were born in RiverClan to Greypool, and that she is their biological mother, and that there's never been any contest of that. You know, the funny thing about that is, like, the cats could not look like their mother at all, and that would be okay, because cat coloring is dumb. Yeah, that's just how cat coloring... Like, in the next, uh, in The Power of Three, which is not the next arc after this, but the one after, like, a brown tabby and a ginger and white cat, uh, have three kittens one who is a gray tabby one who is like uh like kind of yellow tan colored and one who is like totally black and nobody is like that seems kind of weird huh are there any albino cats and warrior cats i mean there are white cats like uh i don't think we've been introduced to uh Fireheart has a nephew later who is named Snowpaw or Snowkit or no Cloudkit and then Cloudpaw and then he becomes Cloudtail when he's an adult. But um he has white fur but like I don't know. They there's nothing 
that I can think of that is specifically albino. I feel like that was a, a, a missed opportunity to really do an edgy character. Well, the edgy characters are usually either brown tabbies or they are, like, completely black. Oh, I like the black cats. <laughs> uh, so, at the next gathering, Nightstar announces they know ThunderClan is sheltering Broken Tail. This enrages both ShadowClan and WindClan. ShadowClan, be- but because of Wind how- WindClan can sit the fuck down. They just got, like, brought back because of <laughs> ThunderClan. Well, it's they're mad because Shadow- Well, ShadowClan's mad because of how abusive, uh- broken star was as their leader and wind clan is upset because like this is the guy that drove them out of their territory so like why is thunder clan keeping him around even if he is their prisoner that's a really good question did you explain that to me and i didn't remember uh they're they're keeping him as prisoner because like the only other option would be like like if they just drove him out then he would just regroup with his broke cat buddies and how does a cat keep another cat as prisoner um i mean they keep them in like their own little den uh that's i guess separate from everything and like keep somebody on watch to make sure they don't run away and if they do run away then like the the guard and the rest of the clan will chase after and attack and it's hard to keep a cat prisoner. When I first got Ripley, I had him in the basement, and I got these really big cardboard boxes, and I built like a little, a little playpen for him. And I was like, "You gotta stay in this little pen, buddy, because I don't trust you having full length of the the basement. There's a lot of basement here. You could get hurt or something. I'm not gonna be around all the time." He immediately found out how I get out of that pen, and it was largely just by jumping until the cardboard broke, and and he got out. And I was like, "I guess you own the basement now. I cannot keep you prisoner." Well, one, it's because you're a human, and these are cats keeping other cats prisoners. They I'm know, saying I couldn't do it, and they, I'm a human, and they they're know, cats. They're they dumb. know how to think like a cat. But also, it's not necessarily like, they don't keep them in the sense that, like, they can't physically escape. It's more of, like, if you try to escape, uh, everybody is running after you, and they're gonna fuck you up if you try to escape. Like... It's more of a, it's for your own good to, to just stay there and not, like, try to run off, because if you try to run off, we're gonna fuck you up, is the, like, philosophy, I guess. I don't know. How does anybody keep anybody prisoner? Walls. Well, yeah, I mean, they make, like, they make walls, but also, Cats could dig a hole and put the other cat in the hole, but it has to be a really deep hole, because cats can (laughs) jump pretty high. But anyway, yeah. They uh, are, they're keeping Broken Tail prisoner and the other clans don't like it for various reasons. Uh, the next day, both Shadow Clan and Wind Clan declare war on Thunder Clan and invade their territory. But wait, wait, didn't Shadow Clan fuck up Wind Clan and then Thunder Clan brought Wind Clan back? Yeah, but this is it. That was Shadow Clan under the rule of Broken Star. Like, it was less of a like everybody in Shadow Clan hates Wind Clan and more of a like we are being forced to attack and be awful because of our horrible leader and all of the 
all of the cats that actually supported Broken Star like became the rogues that were part of the the attacking party earlier. So the ones that are allying with Win Clan right now are ones that were never against Win Clan to begin with. Okay. Does that make sense? Technically, yes. <laughs> That's uh, upsetting. <laughs> So even though they <laughs> declare war and on ThunderClan and invade the camp, uh, they are forced to retreat. Uh, Graystripe finds out that Silverstream is pregnant with his kits. When the kits are born early, Graystripe, Fireheart, and Cinderpaw rush to her aid. Despite Cinderpaw's best efforts, because as you remember, she's been being trained in uh, the art of being a medicine cat by Yellowfang. Uh, despite uh-huh. her best efforts, Silverstream does not survive the birth of the kits. Oh no, I had it out for her. I know. But in a positive way, not no, I'm gonna <laughs> kill that bitch. But the kits survive, even though Silverstream does not, and they are taken to ThunderClan. Uh, Tiger Star, or Tiger Star, Tiger Claw, who saw what happened, reveals Graystripe's affair with Silverstream to the whole clan, which causes everyone else to distrust him because. You're not supposed to not supposed to hook up with cats from other clans. River Clan approaches Thunder Clan and demands they be given the kits since their mother was from River Clan. Blue Star is hesitant to give them up. She reveals to Fireheart that Mistyfoot and Stonefur were dramatic pause. Actually her kits, fathered by Oakheart. Jesus Christ, there's like the 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 family tree shit going on here, I, I can't follow any of it. Everyone has dumb names, and there's so many characters, and they're all, all everybody else's children. Okay, and tell me how that isn't Game of Thrones. I understand Game of Thrones. Okay, but just listen to yourself talk about this series, and tell me that that is not similar to Game of Thrones. I mean, there are a lot of bastard children in Game of Thrones, but they're all kind of like one or two people's kids. <laughs> and they're not they don't all have the same last suffix of their name where i'm just like who's who again well i mean it would probably help if you were I, it doesn't help that you're not actually reading these i feel like it would be easier to keep characters together if you like were experiencing the story as it unfolds it's kind of like if i tried to explain to you an anime and like everybody has like japanese names that like you can't eat straight in your brain because you're not used to them oh yeah i don't even know all the main characters on k-on anymore and that's like my favorite anime exactly you said, like hey name all four of them and i'd be like well there's five but also <laughs> i can't see yeah it's kind of like that so I basically the War- base player's name and she's my favorite what the fuck is her name basically warrior cats is anime Yes, what I'm saying here. I mean, they did. They have made Warrior Cats manga, so technically, we're like halfway there, living on a prayer. That's a good song, Mio. How the fuck did I forget that? I don't know. I'm not you. This is true. (laughs) Thank God. Uh, so anyway, she revealed to Fireheart that Missy Foot and Stone Fur were her kits, fathered by Oakheart. Uh, Blue Star allowed Oakheart to take the kits to River Clan so that she could become Clan deputy. Uh, if she hadn't, a, cl- a cat named 
Thistleclaw would have become deputy of ThunderClan and Thistleclaw was too hot-headed and Blue Star worried that he would lead the clan to bloodshed if he became uh deputy. That's dumb. Why would they make her hot-headed when they could make her prickly like a thistle? Well, one I think Thistleclaw is a is a he him, but also yes, he should have been prickly like a thistle. I apologize. I didn't mean to assume all cats were girls like my grandmother and everybody I work with. <laughs> don't know how sex works, apparently. You've seen Community, right? Yeah. The, where Troy thinks that all cats are girls and all dogs are boys. Yeah, yeah. I fin- actually finished that. Uh, the last two seasons of that are kind of weird, but I think they're worth watching. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed them, I but think they're way all right. less than the first four. Yeah, I mean, like... You can't really get the magic back at that point, but like I thought that the final season was fine, and I would love I like Frankie. It, I would love if is that uh Paget Brewster the new character? Yeah, yeah, I love I love Paget Brewster, so I was ex- I was very excited. I hope that we do get our movie now that we've had six seasons. I would I would definitely watch the movie. I don't know what the movie would be. Me either. <laughs> Is the problem. They're going to bring back Childish Gambino, hopefully. Please. Please. Honestly, like, they could bring back everybody but Pierce and I would be fine. I mean, Uh, he's dead, dead, so they can't, but like... Is he really, though? Let's be honest. If they brought him back and hand-waved out, I'd be like, fair. I mean, I would... At this point, if they made a movie and they managed to find some way to bring him back, I'd be like, you know what, fine. But apparently he... Uh, did not get along very well with uh, a lot of like the like the show staff. And oh, Chevy Chase is like notoriously an asshole. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Chevy Chase is an asshole. So I don't blame them for killing it, him. <laughs> it sucks because he's like not good enough to be an asshole. Exactly. But um, so while on a hunting mission, Fireheart discovers the Tiger Claw. Uh, is leading a band of rogue cats to attack the Thunderclan camp. Tigerclaw corners Blue Star in her den and attempts to kill her during the attack. Uh, Fireheart shows up in the nick of time to save her. Broken Tail is revealed to be among the rogue cats. Uh, he, he was plotting with Tigerclaw while being kept prisoner. Uh, the clan manages to fight off the rogues, which is good. But uh, Blue Star is shaken by Tigerclaw's mutiny and betrayal. She announces his betrayal to the whole clan. Fireheart reveals the truth of Redtail's death, as well as his suspicions about Tigerclaw's involvement in Cinderpaw's accident. Tigerclaw is exiled from the clan and swears his revenge. But unbeknownst to everyone else, Yellowfang euthanizes Broken Tail by feeding him poisonous berries i think we will later find out these are literally called death berries okay i did not expect to hear the word euthanized in this plot summary yeah uh she like while everyone is recovering from the mutiny after broken tail has been like imprisoned I couldn't remember what the word was. I almost said imprisonized or I almost Uh, said prisonerized or something, but imprisoned. Uh, After he is imprisoned, Yellowfang feeds him berries that end up being what I'm pretty sure are death berries and uh, he dies. 
Rot row. Uh, Firestar is made. Or fire. Why? Why did my notes say Firestar? Is Fireheart? I'll be honest. You could have said Firestar, and I wouldn't have corrected you because I, I don't know who's who anymore. I know. Uh, but like he be- <laughs> he becomes clan deputy. So like obviously at some point like. So now he's Barney. At some point he's gonna. <laughs> at some point Blue Star is gonna die, so he's gonna become Firestar. Like she doesn't live forever. She only has the nine lives. Uh. So, uh, Fireheart. I like how she doesn't live forever, but she does have nine lives. Yeah, I mean, she, that's that's a long time. I mean, she I gets mean, unless you're a cat. She gets to die eight times, and then the ninth she, time she dies for real. Okay, I buy that. I don't know why I buy that, but I do. I mean, it's just part of the like mystical bullshit of all this series. <laughs> but um, so I feel like this is a better story if if Firestar doesn't actually ascend to the highest rank. <laughs> I, you know, I don't disagree with you there, but this is very typical of like the the prophetic chosen one stuff, especially in the early two thousands. I feel like if this book had, it, like, if they had started the series in twenty ten, they probably would have tried to subvert some of the destined hero bullshit. But uh, this was like just in the thick of it with like child chosen ones so it was really only gonna go one way naruto shouldn't be hokage (laughs) i agree actually i barely know anything about naruto but like i agree uh the book ends with blue star deciding to surrender silverstream's kits to river clan gray stripe wanting to remain with his kits and no longer considered trustworthy by most of thunder clan decides to leave with them and joins river clan Wait, wait, so you can't date within the different clans, but you can defect. Well, see, here's the thing. Technically, yes. <laughs> but, like, it's not really... It's not really something that that is done a lot. There usually has to be, like, some sort of extenuating circumstances, like uh, Raystripe not wanting to be separated from his kids, and so he becomes a River Clan warrior. Uh, there is, in the next arc a cat who uh her father was a shadow clan warrior and her mother was a uh, thunder clan warrior and so uh because her dad was kind of an asshole uh, a lot of people in thunder clan just don't trust her and so she decides to try to she joins uh shadow clan to kind of give herself a fresh start a new life uh, so it, it happens. It's really not something that happens all the time. Uh, and, you know, part of the reason that they don't do like interclan uh, romance is because like it it becomes a, uh, an object of loyalty. Like, are you going to be more loyal to your clan or your partner who is in a different clan and how that can affect like if your clan ends up in a skirmish with your partner's clan and you have to face them in battle like your your loyalty is supposed to be to your clan first that's part of the warrior code this sounds very like kind of fashy patriotism like you got to be loyal to your country first honestly yeah like i'm not going to lie like there is a lot of like patriotism elements to the warrior code that i super don't like and it is used in a way that becomes like there there it is very easily to 
incorporate fascist ideals into things that fit with the warrior code and that becomes more of a more of a thing later because this book is over but there are still three more books in the uh first arc of the series the first arc of the series is six books yeah there's six books to an arc and there's i don't remember how many but there's uh including spin-off books and like standalone stuff and supplementary material there's like 80 books um i am uh to update the readers i am on my 19th book in the series currently i'm about halfway through it i have just started a new arc uh i just finished the power of three which is the third arc of the series am now on omen of the stars i mean if you're having fun i can't knock it right like i am having fun as someone who owns like 22 drizzit books that now that i've reread half of them are are not very good but i can't make myself get rid of them <laughs> I, I, how many we've read like a lot of animorphs books we read 10 and there's like 60 of those and at some point i'll probably get back and read more of them because they're kind of fun i don't I, they're kids' books, right? They're like 150 to 200 pages long, so it's not like the biggest investment. Yeah, an Animorphs book is about half the length of a Warriors book. Yeah, because I can read an Animorphs book in like a day. Yeah, uh, the the Warriors series I'm on now is Omen of the Stars, and next will be Dawn of the Clans. After that, A Vision of Shadows. And Are these, like, still going? Yes, they they have been without stop going this entire time. Uh the most recent series that finished was called The Broken Code and they just are about to start a new arc like this year. That sounds fun. It is uh or no, next year, my bad. Uh it is called A Starless Clan and it is scheduled to release its first book in April of 2022. I remember. No, I don't. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you what you don't remember, but that kind of defeats the point. Huh? <laughs> We're at fifty-six minutes. Do so we want to wrap up? Yeah, I mean, I'm. Books. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm done. I'm. I'm done with my notes, and we are very comfortably at an hour. Chad, how are you feeling about Warrior Cats? Are you enjoying your ride? I know, I know just as much now as when we started. <laughs> there's but there's how lots of weird marriage things. Nobody's gotten married yet. Oh, there's lots of kids that are somebody else's kids. Yeah, nobody. There's actually there is not any cat marriage, but there is like. You know, like oh, I want to see the cute kitties get married. I know it would be so cute, and they could have their own like warrior code wedding vows. It would be so precious. Uh, Aaron Hunter, get on this. You know, the I bet there's a lot of fanfics about that, and if there isn't, you could be the first. I yeah, be the change you wish to see in the world. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I am glad that you're enjoying your your trek through the warrior series because i just i don't know what it is like i think it's just these books are they're complicated enough to not make me feel stupid a hundred percent of the time when i'm listening to them 
but they are dumb enough that I can like listen to it while I'm falling asleep and not have to worry too much about like if I missed a paragraph or something. Sure. And I just also have always been like somebody that just loves cats as a concept and a creature that exists in the human world with me and it's just very funny to imagine these the cat drama but they're they're just cats cats are fun it's funny uh my last short story won the uh, writing challenge of my writers group and so uh for the second challenge the theme i put was curses because someone messaged me was like hey i'm working on a story that has curses could this be the theme and i was like sure and then for the secondary challenge, because there's usually like this optional little twist and turn on how you make people write. My, my optional secondary was do not write cats. And people were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I would I would kill a human being to see fan art of Warrior Cats characters done in the style of either Cats the musical or Cats the the musical 2019 either is fine i would kill mitch mcconnell for that yes i mean i would i would kill mitch mcconnell for much less but uh i would i would kill a singular human being to see blue star or yellow fang drawn in uh cats the musical art style i don't know if i want that to be the last sentence of this show <laughs> That's, uh, this is warrior cats um thank you Listeners, anyone who is listening to this, for checking out Warrior Chats. Um, I would do plugs, but technically I have a pre-recorded bit of audio that we use for the normal episodes, even though technically John and Alex are not here. You could just cut their parts out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to use it, so. Oh, wait, why not? I, I like them being organic and actually doing them properly. Otherwise, no one's going to listen to a recording. They're going to get to it and they're going to stop. Okay. Well, if you would like to follow me on Twitter, you could do that at Impandonata. And if you'd like to follow this show on Twitter, you could do that at The Comics Podcast. Or, no, it's at Comics Podcast. We are the only comics podcast and we will continue to be the only comics podcast, which is why we are at comics podcast we also have a website which is comicspodcast.com chad where can people find you online you can find me at twitter at anonym band i-n-o-n-u-m uh you can find me on amazon if you search chad waller which is i guess i'm doxing myself but if Bye, you Chad's find my books, books uh, i have three books on amazon that you can purchase uh if you want to listen to my music go to anonym.bandcamp.com and if you want to read my short stories it's anonym.wordpress.com or wordpress.anonym.com i don't care i think it's anonym.wordpress that sounds more accurate if i'm being honest and if you would like to check out the warrior cats books you can check them out at warriorcats.com uh, unlike the animorphs books unfortunately they are not available for free easily but it is not difficult to find the warrior cats books if you look for them so i don't I'm not advocating piracy, but, you know, like, what, I'm not a cop. Like, do what you're going to do, man. Uh, and this, <laughs> has been, this has been Warrior Chats. And we have, we, to, we have to end with our sign-off that we do every time where we say, Nya! I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs>